Hello again and welcome back to another episode. In the last episode, we had our adventurers find their way into a cave because they stupidly opened up a music box. Well done, Navar. In any case, they found themselves dealing with a variety of goblins in which they have now snuck up on a group playing a game with a bag of gems sitting beside them that Navarth has decided to take aim at. Will he hit it? Will he miss? Will he do something stupid? Who knows? I do, and you're about to find out on today's episode of Dingoes and Dimwits. I fucking shoot me. I roll a 13. Well, it was it was 7 plus 3. So it's 7 or 3 plus 6 is what you got. So you take the higher number because it's an advantage. So it was 7 plus 6 equals 13. Mm -hmm. In that situation, that's the exact number that will not hit the bag. <laughs> However... <laughs> It's a high enough number to hit one of the goblins. So you're aiming close enough to it. I'm going to say that you hit the goblin to the, the left of the bag, the one that was arcing on about the bag. So roll me damage. Roll the damage. All right. And I roll a seven, which is a nine. That goblin is sitting down and then boom, right into his back of the shoulder. Ah, that hurt, man. That's just how, how dare you attack some people playing like a game how would you like to be just like walked up i was aiming for the bag sitting next to him which would have done significantly more damage i'm sure but unfortunately i missed yeah, you, you, you that did doesn't miss. mean i can't aim for it again it's true it's also we're now into turn order which uh we're gonna roll through i have pre-rolled uh, initiative for the goblins so this is turn order going forward boral you are starting up first at 19 followed by goblin number two uh, followed by goblin number one, then followed by Ugor, Falas, uh, Navath, then goblin number three, and then four. So I didn't roll completely terribly. No, no. <laughs> it was still not great. Still not great. They have a negative one on initiative, so you're lucky. That hypothetical shot has happened in six seconds. It's now rolled into the actual initiative turn. So Boral, his six seconds starts now. Hello. <laughs> he just says hello to the goblins. <laughs> I, I look, look. Are you going to do that? Oh, for hell no! Are you kidding? I'm going to run these miles. I'm going to run these miles up. See if this was no. if this was a movie, you would just like slowly walk in, going, "Hey guys, how you going?" Bang, bang, stab, kills stab, two stab, goblins. Stab, stab. <laughs> yeah, All I'm thinking of is like the Borat thing. Hi, my name is Boral. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> comes out in a mankini. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, I'm going to step up to the uh, bottommost elf in line with me. I'm literally just going to walk up to him pretty yeah, much. I know that you have elven, like, trying to murder elves because of someone in particular <laughs> on the mine. Um, the goblin. <laughs> Did I not say goblin? No, you said you said walk up to this elf. <laughs> You're projecting. Bro, I'm insane. Anyway, I'm going to walk up to this goblin, and I'm going to uh, just, just simply roll to hit with one short sword. Yeah, sure. I'm going to hit for 17. 17. Oh, that's going to hit. Run me some damage. And then I'm going to hit him for six. Then I'll simply swing again with my other short sword for dual wielding. Oh, my. That's a nat 20, 23. That's a critical double damage. Roll me and a then critical. I'm going to hit him for seven. You're rolling well today. Yeah, so he's come fucking dick swinging. Big boy coming in this. Is that, is that badly injured? Well, that boy is bleeding. He bloodied. Right, lads. That's my turn. Yep, so that's your turn. You've done that. You walked up, slash, slash. Um, to be honest, I was thinking about giving you advantage, but you didn't need it. No. If you gave me advantage, you'd be probably dead. Uh, yeah, you could have rolled two 20s. <laughs> that is your turn. Next up is goblin number two. So goblin number two in question is the far most northeast goblin. Uh, he's going to react. He's now seen an arrow hit the goblin to his right, and also in front right, he's just seen this human with two, two swords walk up and just like slashed him on the back a couple times and he's now just like bloodied and ah uh, he's gonna get up and of course go what the fuck he's just gonna pull out his short bow he can't see Navarth directly from where he is but he can make out someone is there but with his short bow he's going to try and take a shot at Boral that is a 7 plus 5 which is a 12 which is not going to hit little old Boral. Hey. As a bonus action, he's going to use a thing called Huddled Masses, which basically just means when he's surrounded by other of his kin, he uh, is going to prepare on the next turn to have an additional attack. 
four or more collective uh, of the same type of humanoid collected together can use this as a bonus action on their next attack they will have the opportunity to attack twice but this can only be used once per day mm -hmm. so that's his turn goblin number one whose back has got an arrow in it uh he's not happy about that uh he's gonna stand up and just go is that an elf i'm a fuck that elf he's just pulled out a short bow he's going to take a shot at you uh so he has line of sight of you the goblin to his right doesn't have full line of sight to you um, that is a 17. Yeah, that's going to hit. That's going to hit. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to roll some damage. That's five plus two. He's going to hit you square in the chest. That's seven points of damage. Fuck me. Righto. Fair's fair. <laughs> I, shot him for, I shot him for nine. He shot me for seven. Fair's fair. <laughs> All's fair in love and war. <laughs> the only difference is you're one HP off of being bloodied, my friend. Uh, yourself. So ah, she'll be right. She'll be right, he says. Wait, how much HP do you have? Uh, I've got 10 health at the moment. <laughs> it's all right. I can high five my face and I'll just gain some health back. <laughs> it's now Ugo. What are you going to do? Are you going to run and jump at that goblin that just shot an arrow at Navarth? Well, how far is Navarth from me? Well, Navarth is... is 5, 10. Navarth's irrelevant to this. Yeah. Okay, so you're out of range, right? Um. Okay, well, I'm just going to, you know run and jump off this this little ledge all right you know what time it is it's uh dexterity check time baby Actually, not relevant. Can, can i can i nod it at, at oogle before he makes his jump in this world you can be like in slow motion as he's taking the jump you just nod <laughs> and i give him a smirk and a nod like yeah <laughs> yeah so my i rolled a, a nine for athletics uh nine is not going to be enough uh, so you run, jump, and as you, you know, make your way forward, you make it about 10 feet off in front, but you land just a little short. Nine is enough where you don't completely fall down to the ground, I'll say. You kind of land, stand it up, you're a little staggered from that. But I want you to roll me a d20 now. Uh, 19. Had you rolled a 10 or, lo uh, a 10 or lower, I would have taken a HP from you. Uh, but you didn't. You got a 19. I wish you rolled a 19 on the fucking apple. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on next, we have Balas, who has just watched Ugor jump and land, standing up, but also just not crushing anything, which is unfortunate. What are you going to do? All right, I'm going to go with the old tried and true full of Ray of Frost. <laughs> I'm going to target the goblin that has not been hit yet. Roll the hit. Roll a 14. Ooh, 14's going to hit. Roll me damage. I roll an eight. Big oh. boy, max damage. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So that um that brings him down to a number that I cannot disclose. Uh, I might move closer to Navarth just to keep him close. Like I can get to him if he needs help. Just move a few steps closer so I can still see everyone and I'm a little bit closer just in case he needs it. Yep, yep. So you move 15 feet uh, kind of north. Still staying on like the ledge of, of the yep. area above. Navarth, you've just been shot in the chest with a uh, poxy little arrow from a goblin that um, has hurt you quite a bit. Are you mad? Are you angry? I'm pissed, but I still want to shoot the red gems. So I'm going to shoot the gems. All right. Um, okay. Position shot once again, like I said once before. I roll a 23. That's going to hit. Fucking let's go. Is that a damage or does it just do damage? <sighs> well, now that I'm standing next to it and you've decided to attack it. How many people is it going to kill? <laughs> So You're an uh, you shoot the arrow, it lands, it hits the bag uh, with the gems. You just see the light start to sparkle from it and like a piercing high pitched sound, followed by an immediate explosion that hits a 30 foot radius. Uh, I have to roll damage now. <laughs> Bro, that hits me too. <laughs> Uh, yes, it does. Yes, it does. Um, does it hit me? No. Fuck it. It's so close. Look at it. trying to reach you. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <sighs> would To be fair, that would have hit you both. That would have hit everyone at the start anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would have. <laughs> um, except me. Except you. <laughs> the bloodied uh, goblin, dead. Oh, fuck. True. <laughs> not, e not even going to bother rolling damage. That motherfucker dead. Well, the goblin that shot you, that you shot, also dead. Mm -hmm. The goblin that uh, Flash shot, very, very bloodied. 
Okay, bloodied. That's that's reassuring. Uh, and the other goblin also bloodied. Oh, perfect. So you guys might be okay. But <laughs> last, you are the furthest away. Make me a athletics check. Please roll high. Uh, well, ac- you know, you know, acrobatics, acrobatics. I'll say. It's twelve. Thank fuck. You needed a ten. Oh, thank fuck for that. <laughs> you're going to take half damage, which we round up. So you're going to take seven points of damage. Ooh. Boral okay. and Ugor take 13 points of damage. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> they, for, for the viewers, an X has been drawn over me. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm not very well favoured. <laughs> Watch your back. <laughs> So I, I need to actually take note of that myself. So Ugor is now down to a solid six health. Boral is down to a solid nine health. I'm at eight health. Uh, eight health. Uh, and Falas is now down to a solid 11 health. Technically, Ugor and Boral are bloodied. So that's Navar's turn. Um, it's now goblet number three. Can I make a comment of like, you guys okay? No, don't ask. You guys doing okay? I'm going to circle the thing I circled before that is behind our men. That is also red. <laughs> <laughs> there is a bunch of red gems just to the like northwest, like within ten feet of Navarre. I'm gonna draw my crossbow and aim. <laughs> I'm gonna unsheathe my javelin. <laughs> I, I laugh anxiously. It's like, ugh, ugh. Because the explosion was so close to Boral, Ugor, and the two other goblins, um, everyone has been knocked to their feet. Uh, so on their next turn, we'll have to expend half the movement getting back up. It would have been goblin number three. Uh, goblin number three is hella dead. Uh, goblin number four's turn, it's just getting up. It's haggard. It's like rickety. It's very busted. It's bleeding from its ears. It's all covered in like ash and soot. Its skin is all burnt. You know, you can see like bubbles already popping up on its skin from just like the impact of fire and whatnot. And it's just going to get up and just ah, just at the top of its lungs, just looking at itself and everything. It's sword that it has on its hip uh, is burning it. It's just rocked its pants basically because the heat from the explosion was enough to heat up the metal. Uh, so its weapons just dropped to the ground. It's fucking gonna try and run the hell out of here. Uh, it's now gone around the corner, just around like a little ledge. Um, Expend all of its movement, um, and yeah, it's it's running for its life. It's scared. Um, so that's goblin number four's turn. Uh, back up to the top of the round. Uh, Boral. Can I ask a question about the explosion? Was that loud and audible? Ah, uh, very, very <laughs> loud. Right. Like that, okay, when the explosion happened, it echoed the entire cave cabin as far as you're aware which is not great maybe i don't know who knows definitely not boral make me a constitution saving throw 12 so when the explosion happened and you were knocked down to your feet because there was a big enough and a heat wave that came with it as well both the swords in your hands were heated up uh but you were able to keep your grip and it uh, doesn't seem like they were burning you at all any metal that is on you feels very hot but not burning at this current point in time thankfully Right. Beside that fact, I'm just gonna step up to the uh, the other goblin. I'm just gonna, just gonna walk up to him again and waste no time in just taking a quick slash. But it's gonna give me eight plus three for eleven to hit. Yeah, eleven is not enough. Well, thank goodness I can swing again, but I swung but, for nine. But I will say with your first attack, and we'll count this as your advantage. I was gonna say because it is on the ground and it's been knocked to the ground, I'll give you advantage at attacking it. So you've just rolled an eleven, which wasn't enough. Your advantage roll is nine. It's not enough. So roll your second attack, actually. Sick. All right. That's a four. That's a, a, little that's a one plus back. three. That's a nat one plus three. I'm going to shoot with my crossbow. It's going to hit Navarth. 21. 21. And that hits damage. Navarth. Drops to the ground dead. Uh, nine, nine damage. damage. That would do it. That oh would my almost God. Do it. That would almost do it. Consider yourself lucky, Navarth. <laughs> Jesus. I've got one health. You, you would have. You would have. Uh, I would have one health. Basically, you've walked up, you take a couple <laughs> swings, but because the swords are very still hot, it's very uncomfortable. You can't get your full proper grip on it. Taking a swing just doesn't feel too right, and you, you miss both swings on the goblin that's currently on the ground. Goblin number two, his turn, who you've just taken a swing at, he's going to spend his movement, get back up. Uh, again, same as the other goblin, he's going to drop trowel. His pants, uh, like the sword he's got, is burning. Like, he's literally now in just like a sack underwear, same as the other one. Ah! Back, 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 back. He's going to try and run. 
uh, provoking an attack of opportunity from Prowl. You bet your ass I'm going to swing on my show so. He's going to hit him at a 10. That's, nope, that's not enough. So he's ending up basically right next to the other goblin. Navarth, you cannot make clear eyesight of either of them at the moment because there's a rock to your back as you were like shooting downwards directly straight before. It's now going to be what would have been goblin number one, uh, but that thing's deleted from existence. It's now Ugor's turn. Ugor, make me a constitution saving throw. 12. That's enough. So you you currently don't have a sword pulled out uh, or an axe or anything like that. You have your shield on your uh, arm, though. The shield is hot, red hot, and you can feel it. It doesn't burn you again. It's hot enough. Your chainmail, you can feel it against your chest because it's hot. Now your turn. I will say if you decide to try and throw a javelin at the rocks behind uh, Navarth, I'm going to give you a disadvantage, but hey, look, anything can happen. <laughs> um, all right, well, I have to spend half my movement getting up, don't I? Yes, you do. So you only have 15 feet of movement. And if I move 15 feet to the east, more towards the rocks, do I have clear vision of? You have clear vision of them, yes. Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to um, move, pull my javelin out and throw. Um, I'm going for the furthest. Could he not go for a double? That would require something up. like a nat 20. Well, let's, let's try for a double, but <laughs> nah. That would involve he would have to aim for the one in front. Do it. Roll a nat 20. Come on, roll 20. 16. 16. All right, 16 is enough to hit. Uh, it's definitely not enough to pierce through, though. That is going to be hitting uh, goblin number four. Um, I don't care what damage you're going to roll. Do it anyways, but it's going to kill it no matter what. <laughs> That's a, that's a max of damage. That's six plus three, nine. So that's an overkill. You you throw your javelin right through and it just pierces through the shoulder blade straight through the other side of it and it collapses over and the javelin lands straight up and its body's just lifted sideways and then swamps down to the ground. The javelin's still in place. You're goddamn right, boy. As I throw it and kill the goblin, I look over to Navarth with a big huff. <laughs> Fair enough. That one's dead. So goodbye, goblin number four. Flas, it's now your turn. Flas, thankfully, you don't really wear much metal. You are lucky. However, make me a constitution throw anyways, saving throw anyways. Ten. It's just enough. So just so you know, from that explosion, because anyone that's wearing a leather or cloth kind of things, if, hypothetically speaking, you did not make the constitution saving throw, uh, you might catch on fire, per se. All of you seem to make it, so that's good. I have clear sight of him because I'm higher up, or is he too far? Like, I've got ra- I've got the range for it, but yeah, if I have clear sight or not. I'm just going to go with the Ray of Frost on him. That uh, is a 14. That's going to hit. And that is 7 damage. Hopefully he's eliminated. Uh, <laughs> that's 7 damage. You're going to shoot him. He's just going to... It's going to cut through right through the back of his shoulder blades, but it's not enough. He's, he's still kicking. Oh, God. With my movement, it's going to be a sad thing. Look at <laughs> Navarth and say, please don't kill us and kill it. <laughs> <laughs> right, so that's your turn. Uh, it's now Navarth's turn, but the idea just pops into his head. Do you need them? Do you? I feel like I might need them. They're not completely useless. Okay. Though I am going to line myself up. Would it, be, would it be wrong of me to think that there would be a red gem in that minecart? So for the listener, the goblin is about 10 feet away from a rather large, like it's probably about a 10 foot or 15 foot kind of long cart filled with gems. From where you are, Navarth, you can just see the top of the uh, gems. You can't make out any red ones, though, from where you are. Can I make a perception check to see if there's a red gem in there? Sure, but that will be your action. So I can't shoot as well. What if I use my hunter's mark on the... On the minecart? So so hunter's mark only goes towards living things. (sighs) Fine, I'll just shoot the goblin. I move slightly southwest of my position so that I have a better sight line on the goblin. And I will roll for hit. I roll a 20. So 14 plus 6, that's 20. That's going to hit. Roll me damage. 8. All right, that's a uh, six plus two, two less than max. Uh, that's going to kill it. And you know what? Seeing as it's the last one in this little section that you can see, tell me how you kill it. So I take Soul String out. I stare dead at the last goblin as it's carrying in fear and running away from the explosion that I caused and say, let's end your suffering. 
as the arrow passes in between its eyes. Okay, I'll say at that moment it turns around and then, yep, yeah, it hits it square in the, uh, like, between the eyes at the top in between its brows uh, and, like, it just slumps down dead. The arrow just standing point directly up towards the ceiling. Mm-hmm. So that's that done, but initiative is not over. Next up, Boral. Best, uh, I'm going to take a step down to the south just ever so slightly. I'm going to ask to uh, perceive. So roll me a perception check. 16. 16. All right. So out below you, you can make out a couple of different things. You can see the minecart to the, the north uh, sitting on some tracks that's filled with gems. In the distance, you can kind of make out like a rather large boulder. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't really see any enemies directly in front of you to the south. You can see some green gems right by a wall and then a slope leading down uh, out of view into like a very shadowed kind of area, which you can kind of make out that there's something there. In in, in that same sense, you, you start to hear like just sobbing, just... <laughs> that's, that's all you really can perceive, but you don't see an immediate goblins in the area. And, of course, I will share all of that information with the rest of the party. Following on, it's now Oogle. It's now your your turn. Um, so I am going to go over to the, uh, the dead goblin, the one that I killed. I would also like to make a perception check. Yep. Are you going to retrieve your javelin at the same time? Sweet. I'll do that as well. You lift up your javelin out of the body as the body, like, slumps up with you as you pull it up, and it just crashes down to the ground. Your javelin has a nice stroke of blood going all the way through down to it. Um, roll me a d20. Uh, 17. That's what I wanted to see. Basically, as you've just lifted this javelin up, you then flip it around in your hand and then just flick it. All the blood just immediately comes off the javelin, looking like it's brand new. Yeah. Damn right. And then, yeah, you want to perceive, so roll a perception. Uh, do I want to perceive or do I want to heal myself? True. Do you want to heal yourself? Now, remember that you have your before you got to sledge and everything like that you do have health potions i do okay i might hold on to them i might just use my um lay on hands pool you touch yourself for how many points uh for 10 <laughs> um he lays hands on himself not touches himself jeez come on when he thinks about you he touches himself Google's <laughs> done now for last your turn actually i need to measure out my movement because i'm not jumping down <laughs> you, you can you can jump. It's only a five foot drop. Yeah, I'm not jumping. <laughs> I ain't like the rest of these athletics fools. It's true. You're the <laughs> only one who hasn't jumped <laughs> at all. <laughs> yep. So you move around off the ledge, walk down around the path, around the bend, and then head more north. To make it more illustrated, I'm trying to get towards the some of the uh, dropped weapons and. Yeah. So you know the the little table that they had with like uh, the card game that they had. Completely gone ashes now at this point. Yeah, I had a feeling about it, that the, one. <laughs> the area is like all like covered in soot and just the, the ground is scorched. Uh, the bag that was there, non-existent. You know, almost like it exploded into nothing because someone shot it with a fucking arrow. That's Falas's turn done. It's now your turn to bath. Okay, so it's safe to assume that the arrow I shot with the explosion is gone. Oh, fuck yeah. That is deleted. So if I jump down from here, how far can I walk if I use double action and moving? Well, you are, it is about an eight foot drop. So you would have to make a athletics check in order to make that That's jump. That's fine. But once I make the athletics check, how far can I walk? It'll be half your movement. All right, well, I'll, I'll start by jumping the eight feet. I roll a 12. Cool. All right, that's, that's fine. Yep, that's enough. You make the jump without any... Uh, major issues to yourself. You're a bit rickety when you land, so you just got to move half your movement now. I will move east by south 20 feet, and uh, before I end my turn, I will just uh, I'd like to apologize to those that were consumed by the explosion, which is everyone in the party. Sorry, I didn't realize that the blast radius would be so big. <laughs> I'm sorry. I heard. I heard that uh, they were explosive and saw the location and and thought that it might be a, a good option for damage. I I didn't expect it to produce such an explosion. Um, so for that, I am sorry. Everyone feel sympathy towards what he said. No. Let's move on. Let's move. All I'm thinking of is how we could use them. It's true. It's true. <laughs> and another thing, we still haven't got our gold, have we? Nope, you do not. 
You don't have so your gold. We, have, we didn't. We didn't find that with the weapons. That's, no, you just found your weapons. Yeah. So if these guys had our gold, it's probably been blown up too. <laughs> just to point that out, as well to the group. <laughs> <laughs> um, at this point, um, turn order is done. I would like to go pick up my arrow. I only have one, so I have. I have. Don't worry, DM. I have already decreased my capacity from thirty to twenty-nine. Fine. I'm also keeping track of it. So the tools were destroyed, even the ones that they dropped off their belts because they were too hot and all that sort of stuff, they're gone as well? They, around their belts and, and stuff like that, because they both failed their uh, constitution saving throws, um, like the leather and stuff is all burnt up and like any wood is yep. all burnt up. The we weapons are like would still be quite red hot. Yeah, I'm not touching them, just inspecting it. And it's like if I was going to touch it, I'll ray of frost it to cool it down. Yeah, so like if you wanted to actually inspect the, the gear that they dropped down, that when they dropped, like they basically dropped pants. They took the belt off and dropped it because it was on fire and like burning and stuff. Right. So if you want to inspect that, roll me a um investigation. That is a seventeen. So you you pretty much make out that like they did have some like finer jeweler kind of looking equipment um that they would have used to chip off potentially the red gems yeah uh, and some of the other gems maybe. But it's pretty unusable at this point. It's pretty well burnt up and and crisp. Uh, you also. Uh, rummage around you can't seem to see sacks of money like pouches like you guys had um where you kept your money in at the moment you can't seem to see it they're obviously still the corpses of the other uh goblins are, are you just checking the ones that dropped the trowel or are you going to try and investigate the other corpses i think you said the other ones were destroyed i was just going to check the ones that dropped their stuff because it seemed like they still had stuff in contact they're, they're pretty much soot and whatnot they've been blown up but they're like they, they, there's still bodies there yeah, they weren't completely incinerated. Um, I would like to inspect, like, have a sort of rummage through this this uh, cart for any sort of like small crystals or anything like that I can pocket or put into so my bag. It's filled with like rather large gems, uh, so you know gems and crystals that kind of stuff. Uh, there are a couple of smaller things in there. Um, you can't make out any red ones, but are you going to just rummage around? In it, or are you gonna like carefully like stuff up? <laughs> we all back the fuck uh, up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how, how are you approaching? Do this? it. Do it. It would be interesting to see what the fuck they are, but at the same time, if the red ones explode, they probably all the other ones probably do something else as a safe assumption. What color are they? You see, like um, some turquoise ones, couple purple ones. Yeah, there's an orange one there as well. A couple orange ones and. And whatnot. There's a real assortment of different colors and whatnot. The only one you can really prominently not see is the uh, red ones. Yeah, right. I'm going to keep looking around. You're not going to look into it and try and rummage around? No. <laughs> are you going to... So are you going to walk along the tracks in front of it? Yes. Yep. Um, make me a stealth check. <laughs> oh, my God. He rolls a two. He rolled a one plus one for stealth. Um, you step on one of the wooden planks uh, on the track and just it snaps and like the snap echoes around the room. I, I tell Ugor to be careful. <laughs> the last person should be telling people to be careful. Hmm. Uh, you hear some movement up ahead fairly far away in the distance. I'd like to go further southeast to try and investigate where that crying was coming from. So you, you come to like pretty much the, the entranceway of the walk down. It's still quite dim. There's a light above. You can kind of make out a shadowy kind of figure. Would like you to make a perception check if you're going to perceive looking at... Uh, what is here? Perception check. I roll a 11, a 9 plus 2. You see this rather large 12-foot looking creature that's like huddled up in a ball, rocking back and forth. You just hear it going... <laughs> can I approach it? Uh, yep, you can go to approach it. Is it chained up or is it just chilling? It's shackled and chained. Okay. I, I go where I perceive to be just outside of the shackles range and... Make me a history check. Uh, I fucking hope I know something about this thing. I roll a 19. 19, all right. As you get it closer to it, you can. it looks up at you and makes eye contact. Literal on this. This thing that you see in front of you is none other than a cyclops. Oh. A large, mountainous-looking uh, creature with one eye. It's bold. It has a yellowy kind of uh, 
gray skin. It's currently just got like a loincloth uh, wrapped around it. It's shackled on both arms and feet, and it's it's currently curled up in a ball, crying out of its sing- singular eye. Okay. I ask why it is chained up. He, he stops rocking, and he looks at you and just goes, Why? Why make big sound? Ook don't like big sound. Yeah, look, that was my bad. Uh, I didn't know that the explosion was going to be so big. I didn't realize that the red gems would produce such a, a loud bang and an explosion. So I'm sorry for scaring you. Oh, don't like big sound. That that was a very loud sound that you produced. Um, may I ask again why you were chained up? Do the people that are far away hear this conversation or him yelling? You just hear this loud thing yell. You you currently don't know what else is going on. You're you're all pretty much like fairly far away from where Navarth is at this current point in time. You're welcome to now wander over to where Navarth is. I'm not going to go right up, but I'll be at least in line with where Ugor is. So you guys are now like about, you know, 20 feet at most or 15 to 20 feet, like away from the ledge. The ledge that's there is about a, um, it's about a 10 foot drop. Burrell, are you... Um, he's like, nah, I'm not interested in being. <laughs> you, you just heard this loud yell. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of letting you guys go because you can see what you're doing. I just do all the damage. Right. Okay. So you just wander over. You're a little bit. You're a little bit away from like the little walk down, the little slope into this area. So I ask again, why are you shackled? Og got taken. Og not safe anymore. Is Og friendly? That depend. You make loud noise. I did make loud noise, but it was an accident. I am offering assistance in letting you go. Ug not like you. You make loud noise. Not many people like me, but I am offering to get you out of these chains if you are willing to assist us in making our way through this cave. He just looks at you and then turns his head away from where you are. Ug no like elf make loud noise. But I feel like I have something that should be able to persuade him. I feel like a, a Cyclops would be a good fucking thing to have <laughs> on our side. Um, make a persuasion check. I roll a 16. All right. So, what do you say? I say, look, I feel like we may have got on the wrong foot. I didn't realize that I was going to produce such a loud explosion. And I vow to not produce such loud sounds again. I am hard to get along with and nobody likes me. But... I am an arrogant wood elf, and that is just who I am by nature. But in terms of loud sounds, I promise that I will not produce such sounds to harm your ears again. If you are willing to help us, then I am more than happy to break these chains that bind you so that you are free. Once we get through this cave, presuming you won't kill us, you are obviously free to do as you please. You do not need to continue on on this adventure with us, and you can live your life freely. For for an arrogant person, you've self-actualized very um very much unorthodox towards your character, but what you say is what you say. Uh, Og looks back at you and says, "Why are you here?" We are searching for a young Minotaur. Uh, he got lost, and we are yeah, because that's why we're here. Well, it is. What name, Minotaur? Uh, Duradim. Killsbane. Duradim. Killbane. Yes, correct. <gasps> He just, he's like, just, you see happy. He's like, he here, he here, is he here? My friends. We're not, we're not sure if he is here, but we are searching for him. He could be chained up like you. And so if I unbind you from those chains, maybe you can help us find him. Maybe he's a part of this cave. Is he in danger? We believe so. (gasps) In that moment, he just stands back uh, up. You see this like 22-ish Tall cyclops. Did he go from twelve to twenty-two? <laughs> he was sitting down. Sitting like, down. I suppose that's very true, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I must help. I save. And in that same moment, you just see him grab the sh- uh, shackles and chains, just rip them out of the wall, both with his feet and with his arms, just pull them straight out, and just rips the chains. Okay. He walks up to the ten-foot ledge and just leans his leg up, lifts himself up on- off the ledge, and just moves forward. Uh, straight past you. You just see the chains get dragged behind him with the, like, bracket still attached to the chain, just with a bit of debris from the wall connected to it. I run around to the other side of the ledge and say, just wait a second. We can work this out together. Og must save. Og must save Dura. Dim. I usher to the rest of the group that this is the Cyclops I've referred <laughs> Jesus Christ. As you say that, he, th- he then looks at you. Og still not like Elf. 
but Og want to save Minotaur. Is Og your name? Yes, I Og. Okay. My name is Navarth. I am a wood elf, and I hail from a place far from here across the seas. Okay. You, you loud, dumb elf. That is fine. If that is how you <laughs> want to perceive me, I can't stop you. I feel like he's going to get along with Oogle. I like yeah. this one. <laughs> Og, will you be willing to help us in finding Duradim? We want to find him and hopefully he is well, but short of that, we, we don't have much else. Yeah, yeah. I, I, me, no, no. Me, me find. Me, me good. Me have good eye. Right. Who, who other? Well, other elf. Is he, is he stupid like you? Ah, uh, look, listen, I think I'm probably the only stupid one in the group, but that is completely wrong. This is for Lass, and, and over there, you can see to your east is Ugor, um, and hiding out in the, the northwest is um, Baral. He, uh, he's a merchant, and I, I don't really like him all that much. Merchant for Lass, Ugor, and dumb loud elf. Good enough. <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> don't like that I'm being called merchant. What your name, merchant? Boral. Me call you B. Hard name. <laughs> okay. I'll say we haven't searched to the north east yet, and we haven't searched to the direct east yet. Do you remember how you got put in here? Me, me captured. Me not eat for one month. Me very hungry. Holy shit. Holy shit. Me would eat elf, but me nice. I'm going to move off a little bit just to sort of investigate a bit more. Uh, make me a stealth check. Uh, seven. All right. Uh, as you start to walk away um, in that same moment, you start to make a lot more noise. Og goes, stop, Ugo, wait. Little shits that way. <laughs> no little shit like this little shit. More little shit, small ones. Oh, listen to this fucking thing. <laughs> Barely can speak a lick of English, but can fucking abuse me every fucking second. It's perfect. You make loud noise. I don't care. Look, I, I made a loud noise. I apologize for it. You can't accept my apology. That's not my fucking problem. I know you're 22 feet tall. I don't care, okay? You've got one eye. How well can you see in this fucking disgusting cave of this? Can you see everything? Or are you limited? Well, by your history check that you made a little earlier, you re uh, remember that uh, Cyclops' eyes are well above the perception of normal humans and elves alike. Generally, they can see a lot further and a lot clearer than other people. In some cases, they've even been known to be able to detect magic and see through magical spells without needing to roll technically, for perception. Okay, well, then I ask Og, the big fucking one-eyed cunt, hey, mate, can you see anything up ahead other than little shits like me? I know I heard more goblin come from that way, but others sit up towards cave. I heard rummage before dragging bodies. That must be you. Up, up towards north along mine track. Bigger goblin and also more that's that's where base is. I remember being brought in big cave door near stair. Before we engage in combat with more goblins, would there be any weapons in the far northwest that would be suited for a big fuck off cyclops? Me no need weapons. Me have fists and chain also. He then grabs the chain and then slams it down, cracking the earth in front of him. Right. Okay. Well, it definitely seems like you've got your weapons sorted. Now, Og, do you want us to lead the charge forward or would you like to be the leader? Me good in fight. Me not good at height. Well, that's no shit. Hey, guys, there's a big boulder here. Oh, yeah, there is a bigger boulder. Why is there a big boulder there? Do you think... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll for perception of this, all right? Ah, yes, it's a boulder. <laughs> that's, that's a two. <laughs> It's not just a boulder, <laughs> it's a rock. That's a nice boulder. A nice boulder. <laughs> it's there. It's there. Can I investigate instead of perceive to see if it's blocking something behind yeah, it? Definitely there. 15. All right, you perceive to see that the boulder has looked like it's been there for some time. It has crushed the earth below it. Uh, so if there was really anything underneath it, um, it would have been crushed for a little bit, but in saying that, it, it looks like there is a bit of a hole underneath it. 
Um, you can kind of see around the edges, like the cracks kind of leave a, an opening that you can just peer into to see where light escapes into it. I don't know, guys. I think I've seen this in a movie once. If we move this boulder, there'll be a hydra behind it. I, you know what? I was actually thinking something of like an underground variety of some sort of attacking thing. As you guys are all looking at that, Og just goes, you want me to move rock? I say yes. <laughs> I move, can I move away? <laughs> can you do it quietly? I say, Og, I think you should move this rock, but as as Falas has pointed out, try and be very quiet with how you move it so we don't alert the people on the other side of the column. Og can try. So he walks up to it. He's rolled a six, by the way. Is a six in terms of being quiet or the ability to move it? <laughs> six and stealth. He, it's, it's stealth. He's <laughs> just, he just much. grabs around it. Um, he is, the, the boulder is probably about, I want to say like 10 feet tall. It is very round and spherical. He, he grabs around the sides of it and then just uses his legs and he just lifts it up completely and just puts it on his shoulder with one arm. I move rock. Mm-hmm. Good job, Og. Hold on to the rock because it might come in handy as a projectile later. Okay. It's not too heavy for you, I take it. Og can lift this above head with one hand. Want to see? Sure. Okay, this is a performance check. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to drop it. (laughs) Mate, that's a nat 20. Oh, that's fucking impressive. He just lifts it up onto his hand above his head and then for extra measure decides, fuck it. He just lifts it up onto one finger. Spins it like a basketball. I, I watch it and I'm just in disbelief at the sheer strength that this monstrosity of a cyclops has. And I just say, well done, Og. Keep a hold of that. Maybe not that high up, but just keep a hold of it. It will come in handy. Does stupid elf want to play bowling? Look, listen, I I don't really feel like bowling today. Um, maybe next week, though. Can we rain check it? You could be pinned. Mm, I don't know. I yeah, he is already a bit of a pinhead. I, I kind of like doing the bowling aspect, so maybe we take a rain check. How does that sound? How about you bowl towards the, the little shits on the other side of the column? Og can do that. Og, very good at bowling. Og's very good at bowling. Okay, how about this? I'll go and stand with them so that you've got at least 10 pins, okay? If there's nine of them, then I'll be number 10. Just make sure you spare. <laughs> <laughs> so does anyone want to investigate the hole? <laughs> Maybe I'll investigate the hole. Can I investigate the hole that's sure. left? Walk over and make an investigation check. All right. I walk over and make an investi- investigation. I got a nat 20. Nat 20. Woo. You I, can't, see. I can't speak, but that's a 25. That's a 25. <laughs> uh, you see that there's a hole. It's about um, five foot deep uh, in, in the hole. Um, it doesn't really appear to be much, but with your dark vision, you're able to see at the bottom there, there is a piece of metal. It's a rod looking thing embedded into Can the ground. Can it be grabbed? Um, I don't know. Are you going to try and grab it? I want to grab it. All right. So you're going to jump into the hole and try and grab it? I'm going to jump in the hole and I'm going to grab this rod. Oh, put the ball back. Put the ball back. <laughs> I, I do. I will. Crush elf. All right. I try, I try and grab this rod. Okay. So you're going to do that. Make me a strength check. I roll a 20. 18 plus 2. Ooh, nice, nice. So you grab a hold of this rod uh, and you feel it in the ground and you feel there's a bit of pressure underneath it. You lift up the rod. As you do that, you see the rod's probably about, I don't know, 10 to 12 inches long. Um, As you've done that, uh, your feet very quickly uh, start to see water come up um, and it's rising very, very quickly. Oh. Within a second or two, it's at your knees. I'm going to walk up to him and give him a hand to get him out of the fucking hole. All right. I investigate the rod before I grab Falas's hand. I investigate and I roll 16 plus 5, so 21. It's a normal metal rod. There doesn't appear to be anything to going on with it. <laughs> hmm. Can I shove the rod back in where I grabbed it from? Yeah, you can definitely do, but at this point, the water is around your waist. All right, fuck it. I'll, I'll risk it. <laughs> Stab it back in. Make me a strength check. I roll, <laughs> I roll an 18. Fucking <laughs> okay, geez, you're rolling really well in the moment. <laughs> using them all up. I'm to be completely so honest with you. That is the exact number you needed. You needed an 18. Had you got anything lower, the water would have been rising to about your chest. You grab the rods, take it above your head with much force, throw it back down into the ground, into the hole where it comes. You feel a bit of pressure come against you, but you manage to squeeze it back in and the water stops rising. At this point, when you stand back up, the water is just below where your nipples would be. Uh And you realize this has happened in a matter of maybe two seconds or so. The water has risen that quickly. So maybe 
that rod was there for a reason, and maybe the rock was also there for a reason. Yo, Falas, can I grab your hand and get the fuck out of here? <laughs> sure. All right, Falas, make me a um, dexterity check. <laughs> what am I going to fall in? That is a 15. 15, all right, that's enough. All right, so I'm out. Well, the, the, look, the main reason I thought I may as well stab it back in is because if I didn't and I just got out when Falas did, then we probably would have had to put the rock back and, and then it would have been a waste of time. Like this whole endeavor wasn't a waste of time, yep. <laughs> Listen, okay, I saw a metal shiny thing and I wanted to grab it. And so I succeeded and I also put it back in just as quick as I grabbed it the fuck out. In before the fucking, that rod is like the key to like the gates of hell or something. Don't, that you don't, need don't fucking on. tell me that because I will <laughs> jump back down there and I will pull it back out. From what you saw, it looks like a normal rod. You, you are now dirty and like wet. You're going to have to wring out your cloak. So what do I need to do that? Just do it. Say you do it. Uh, I just wring my shit out and go. Well, <laughs> that that was a that was a bad idea. Do do you do what dogs do, where they like shake themselves, or like um, Rob Schneider and the animal, where like he shakes? <laughs> yeah, the I get down on all fours and I just shake the shit out of myself. Blast! You move. You're gonna get yeah. wet. <laughs> okay, shall we? Shall we move now? Og just says, "Up, up north is dangerous. Up north, not not safe." Uh, I think we'll be fine with you around, right, Og? Og, not so sure. Huh. Can I expel both of my spell slots to do cure wounds on myself and Baral? Yep. So, it's 1d8, so you roll um, per healing. So, on myself, I got three. Yep. So, you are back up to 13. <laughs> I can roll a one. <laughs> Burrell, he's just touched himself and just gone. Ah, oh. Burrell, I just, I just walk over uh. and touch you, <laughs> and you just, you feel my embrace as you heal up. Oh. My God, I delete myself. That's appropriate. So let's have a look at the rolls before. He rolled really high on uh, talking to the uh, the Cyclops. Then he's got the twenty five investigation, twenty strength, twenty one investigation, eighteen strength. <laughs> And then three and one for the healing. <laughs> out of out of a potential of eight. <laughs> As a more important things, he got three and one. <laughs> Can't believe. I'm actually going to drink healing potions before so you we go. drink the the miniature healing potion for the full eight. Yeah, I would like to move north onto the rail tracks and try and perceive the entirety of the area that I should be able to see, which would be everywhere north and northwest and west. Of my position. So, is anyone else going to follow Navarth or is he just going to walk up there by himself? I mean, let's be honest. I would always walk by myself. I'm just that fucking brilliant. Lonely road. I'm that fucking smart that I just... It's a weird way to say stupid. I knew that this was the right path that I needed to take to see all of the area. Tell me, Navarth, what do your elf eyes see? (laughs) (laughs) Not a whole lot. Uh, Let's see. I'll roll a perception check, I assume. Yeah. All right. Perception. Oh, fucking shoot me, cunt. I rolled a seven. Uh, make sure we'll, you know, you roll a stealth check as well. Stealth check. I roll a 14, so I'm at least stealthy, I'm right? Stealthy. You don't really see much, but what you do over here, though, what sounds like two goblins talking, one of them's going, yep, so the boss has called most of us back. There's only a few more of us out. Because um, we're unionizing, it's going to be a little bit different. Um, but, hey, look. He's gotten everyone in there. Um, I don't know about the other boys. Someone should go get them. Oh, wait, no, they were... Ah, look, it doesn't matter. If they're not here by now, it doesn't matter. Someone's got to protect the poxy people that they brought in before. But um, how many do you think is attending? The other one that you can hear goes, Yeah, I think uh, I think today we're actually going to have uh, most of them, most everybody. You know, just a few people, probably maybe, you know, 10 or 15 less, but um, mostly everybody, so... I think that's 80, right? That's 80 of us. It's a good turnout. Union. So I pull back and uh, and inform the group of the information that uh, the goblins have formed a union and there's about 80 of them. So, Og, this is definitely going to be the night for bowling um, and I hope your strike game is on point because there's definitely a lot to hit. I have an idea. I have an idea. Are they in at the bottom? They might be at the bottom of the railway, right? So where the railway goes up and around a bend towards like in, in further in, they were talking at like the entranceway to the north. I like your idea, Ugo. I already know what it is. If they're in there, could we maybe put the red crystals in the cart and push it down? Oh. 
I like that plan. I really like that plan. Hey, Og, do you think you could remove the red crystals from the wall and and safely place them inside this crate? You want Og to make loud noise. Og, this is for this is for the greater good, and it is for the purpose of saving Duradim. If we do this, we can take out the vast majority of these goblins in one fell swoop. I know you don't like loud sounds. What if he's in there? If he's in there, and we 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 roll cart down. To make explosion, he could die. He's strong, like you. He will survive. <laughs> Me don't want to fight 80. And I don't want to fight 80. But if we put the red gems into this minecart, we can take him out in one fell swoop. I like the idea of the gems. It's just what if he's in there, we should try and suss it out first. Shall I run forward like the elf I am and just go investigate the area? Roll forward, make me a stealth check. All of us or... Just me, because I'm running like a fucking idiot. 21. 21. 9 plus 10 is 21. Um, I would like to... I'm going to I'm gonna run this far east, and I'm going to utilize that as what my stealth check was. Yep, so you're moving about 30 feet past the large column that's in the center there. Yep. Okay. I will perceive the entire area. Yep. All right. So roll me a perception check. I roll a 20. Okay. Yep. Regardless, if you rolled like a 2, it wouldn't matter. Um, what you can see in front of you is there appears to be um, a couple of goblins. By a couple, I mean, you know, a few. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, Ooh. dear. Oh. Oh. For the listeners, I'm dragging and dropping um, tokens. <laughs> there is a lot of goblins here. Yeah, you're lucky you're stealthed. <laughs> this, is, this is why we have me here, because I can roll high. You say that. Today, you can roll high today. Re- reality, we can't see this, but just looking at it, I do not have a plan no more. <laughs> just saying that out. <laughs> Playing out the window. <laughs> well, I would like to pull back and fucking hope to God I fucking stealth, okay? So I stealth. Oh, it's a nat one. It's a nat one. <laughs> Baby, let's go. No. Did you face plant as you ran away? I, I rolled a three because I do have plus two, but it is a nat one, so I don't think that helps You're me. You're not getting far, buddy. Uh, at that moment, you like, kick a rock, and then you just see all, you just see all these goblins just turn and look at you go, one's escaped. One's escaped. One's escaped. Oh, right. Right. oh fuck. <laughs> Kill the elf! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Fuck's sake, Josh. How many, how many enemies are there? <laughs> Too fucking many. Ooh, and that's going to end it for today's episode. What an interesting episode. Navarth managed to not only hurt his friends, but attempt to befriend a large cyclops that really doesn't seem to like him too much. And then he managed to trip in front of 30 plus goblins you know what that means cliffhanger time and we will find out exactly what happens in the next episode of dingoes and dimwits we shall see you then have a good one